0: How to Tell Stories to Children is a bi-weekly podcast exploring the science and methodology of storytelling. I am Silke Rose West. And I am Joseph Saracy. We are the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children. Our goal is to foster diverse storytelling by helping individuals like you awaken to the storyteller within. Welcome to the Story Village with Silka Rose West. Come in, come in.
1: Welcome to the Story Village. Let us go and see what Randolph Roots is up to today. We'll have to walk a little bit up the mountain, so I hope you all are well rested. Off we go. Oh, I see him in the distance. Let's just hide behind the tree and see what he is up to today. Oh, it snowed last night. I love the snow. Randolph came out from his little gnome house and jumped around. And looked up at the beautiful aspen leaves. Some of them were still hanging in the trees and now had little rims of icicles all around. Oh, I'm going to pretend in the winter that these leaves are my crystals. Because mm, there's not too many pistols up here on the mountain. Can I just pretend that whenever it snows and frost comes that those are my crystals and then I will always have plenty and never feel the lack? Hmm. I wonder what Naughtyfoot is doing. I should go to him and remind him of the visit to the giant next week. Hmm. Let's go over to Naughtyfoot. Let's see. Naughtyfoot, are you awake? Hello? We're going to go visit the giant next week, remember? Oh, I don't think I can go. I don't feel so well. Oh, goodness, what's the matter, Naughtyfoot? Oh, my tummy hurts. Your tummy hurts? You want me to make you some mint tea? Oh, no, I just need to be in bed for two weeks. Hmm... That sounds to me like you're worrying about seeing the giant. Are you worried? Oh, I'm just so sick. My belly is hurting me. Oh, well, would you like me to make you some tea? Mm, Okay. All right, I'm going to go back home and make you a little pot of tea and bring it to you. And don't worry about the giant, because you know when you worry too much, then that worry is going to give you a tummy egg, and that doesn't feel good. Okay, thanks, Randolph. So Randolph went home, made a nice little pot of mint tea, and brought it over to Naughtyfoot. Naughtyfoot, you know what I thought I should do? think I'm going to go into town and find ways that I could teach our giant how to become a gentle giant. You don't have to come. You just rest and be well. And if you don't want to go to the giant, that's okay too. Just I don't want you to worry and have a belly egg. See, Randolph knew not if it very well. And he knew that whenever Naughtyfoot was worried about something he started to get a tummy egg. So Randolph thought OK, I hope he can let go of his worries. Then before he went down the mountain he went to his big pile of leaves. And he decided to sing a little lullaby to the little hedgehog that was still asleep. Go to sleep, go to sleep, stay asleep, little hedgehog. For the winter is still strong, and the snow is falling from up high. Oh, that was a good enough lullaby for this morning. Well, off down to the mountain. I hope little hedgehog sleeps well. Off I go, down the mountain. So... Randolph skips down the mountain and all the way towards the little village. Hmm, where should I look? Hmm, what would I do? Ah, the library. I think I should go to the library. Everybody always says if you need to find the answer, go to the library. So Randolph went and looked for the library, and then he climbed up on the outside wall and looked into the window. Hmm, There sat the librarian behind a nice big desk. Hmm, I wonder what the librarian is looking at. Perhaps the librarian is looking at a book that teaches about gentleness. Hmm, Let's see. (gasps) I don't know. I have to find a way to go inside. How am I going to do that? Right. I'm going to go near the front door and wait until somebody comes and opens the door. Randolph hid behind the bush next to the door and waited until uh, Mama came with her child. And the Mama said to her child, Oh, it's so exciting. We're going to get a new book from the library. The child was so excited, and Mama opened the door, and Randolph was able to sneak into the library. It was a big room, oh my goodness, and he saw shelves everywhere. And there were people, and they were so quiet. They were as quiet as the trees on a day when the wind does not blow. Oh, good, I should bring the giant here. Maybe he could learn how to be a quiet, gentle giant by simply sitting in this room. This room has such tall walls and ceilings that he would even fit in here. That's a great idea. Well, I first must go to the librarian. Maybe the librarian has a book I could borrow. So Randolph went to the desk of the librarian. He clambered up the bookshelf on the side and jumped right in front of her open book. <gasps> oh, goodness, dear, you just scared me. What are you? A gnome jumped out of my book? The book is alive. life. This never happened in my 34 years at the library. I, my goodness, what's going on? Oh, I just came down from the mountain. I didn't come out of your book, but I was just reading about gnomes and their habitat in the winter. Oh, what does it say? Well, it tells me that they live in the Nordic lands. Well, does it tell you they live in the mountains? Well, apparently they do. Well, I live in the mountains. I came from up there. Like our mountain? It doesn't say that we have gnomes here in our mountains. Well, maybe you didn't find the right book. I was actually looking to see what gnomes eat in the winter. Well, why don't you ask me? who would ever think of asking a gnome? Well, me, I would ask a gnome. If I would see a gnome, I would ask a gnome. Why look in a book if you can ask a gnome? Well, that's right, but I've never seen a gnome. i never heard a gnome talk. Well, what do you eat in the winter? Oh, I make for myself little acorn mush. And I put in some yummy dandelion milk. Dandelion, milk and acorn bush. All right, let me take a note of that and write it down. I put a note in this book, since I couldn't find that information yet, and it's always good to have a little bit of extra information. You want to be informed in these times and know everything, especially if you're a librarian. Well, of course, said Randolph. I guess it would be good to know a lot of things. I came to look for a book that could tell me how to tame a giant. Oh my goodness, you want to tame a giant? That sounds like a very big task. Well, it is a big task, but at the same time, I think it could be lots of fun, don't you think so? Well, I prefer reading about giants in books. But what kind of book are you looking for? Well, I want to have a book that tells me how to keep a child from stomping around. Hmm, I have a book here that says how to sit still. How to sit still. Um, could you put it behind you on that bookshelf and then I could read it? Would that be all right? Well, of course, certainly. Let me open it for you. Uh, that's not what I meant. I I want you to open it like a tent so I can go underneath it and lay down and look up at the letters like stars in the sky. Well, that is a very strange way of reading a book. Well, I'm not a human, I'm a gnome, so I have my own way of reading books. Well, that's certainly fine by me. So here you can go and the librarian put the book. Up like a tent, and Randolph Roots went right underneath. He lay down and put his little gnomy hands and arms behind his head, and gazed up like he would gaze at the stars at night. Ah, there it is! I knew I would find the answer in this book. Horsetail, yes, that's it. And a moon, a new moon that's about two days old, and shows you a sickle. Hmm, all right, that's perfect. Randolph came out of the book and he said to the librarian, this is a good book, you should recommend this book to everybody in the library. Well, what did it tell you? It told me to take the giant to the patch of horsetail and wait two days till after new moon when the moon is just a sickle. And then the giant will be still. He will know how to do it every time he sits down. Oh my goodness, how come I never read that in that book? Well, you might read differently than me. Well, how do you read? Well, I lay down and I look up until I see something and I saw this straight line and to me it looked like a horsetail and it reminded me of a patch of horsetail near the stream. And then when I looked for another answer, I looked and looked and I saw the moon. I saw the new moon in its early phase. And I know that's what the moon looks like at the second day after new moon. Well, that is a very strange way of reading, said the librarian. I've never heard anyone read a book like that. Well, I'm reading in the ancient way. That's what people did a long time ago. Oh, you're reading in the ancient way. Well, that's very interesting. Um, you do not have a library card by any chance? No, I don't. And I also don't want to take the book because it's too heavy, although it would make for a good tent. How about next time I come, I bring a leaf? A leaf would be fine. Since you are a different kind of customer, I think it's fine for you to bring a leaf, and I will just put a stamp on it. Now... I want to ask you something. What do you do when you're up in the mountain all day? Me? Oh, I sit in my audio library. In your what? In my audio library? Oh, my goodness, how come I never heard of the audio library? Well, you must never have been up in the mountain, have you? Oh, no, of course not. I am way too busy. I work here six days a week, and on the seventh day, I read the books at home that I love the most. Well, it's a nice thing to do, but if you ever want to learn about the forest, you could come up and I'll show you our audio library. Well, what color roof does it have? Oh, it's golden in the fall, and quite bare in the winter, green in the spring. And very green in the summer. Oh goodness, a roof of changing colours. That's amazing. Tell me how can I find it? Well you go to the trailhead that says up to the mountain top, and then you walk until you come to the aspen grove. And then what will I look for? Oh just a place where you can sit and then you close your eyes, and you're in my audio library. Oh my goodness, it doesn't even have walls. Well, it has walls if you want them. You just have to imagine them. But if you come up and you sit there and close your eyes, I bet you you're going to listen to a really good book because these aspen trees, they have stories to tell. Thousands of pages. I've been listening since hundreds of years and there's still every day a new book that's opening. Oh my goodness, how come I never heard about it? Well... It's kind of a secret. We don't really tell that to just anyone. Well, I will take off next week and then I will come up the mountain and visit your audio library. That sounds actually quite exciting. Well, I'm glad that's exciting to you. I was very excited that I got to find out something in your library. That was a quite nice exchange. I'm leaving now. Well, thank you, and next time I'll bring back my library card. It's a leaf from one of my surrounding trees. All right, goodbye. And don't forget to recommend the book, How does it Still. It has a lot of wonderful information in it. Oh, I will do that, although I don't know if other people will find the same information you have found. But oh well, off you go. The librarian was so excited that she even got up from behind her desk and walked to the front door and opened it for Randolph. She wanted to make sure she knew the way up to the mountain because she had never walked up the mountain before, so she looked in which direction he headed and planned to go there the next week. Randolph headed home and he thought to himself, that was quite fun. I'm glad I visited the library. Now I know just what to do with the giant. And I will tell that to Naughty Foot, and then Naughty Foot won't have to worry anymore. Naughty Foot was at home. He had baked 12 acorn cookies, and the smell of the cookies was so delicious that Randolph just couldn't help himself. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. I'm going to go make a little pot of tea and visit my neighbor, Naughty Foot, now. So he went home, took his little teapot, and went over to Naughty Food. Naughty Foot said, what did you find out? Oh, first you have to give me one of your cookies. They smell so good. I just can't wait to taste them. Oh, they are very delicious. Here, you can have one, but tell me what happened. I found this great book in the library about sitting still and, you know, in it it said we should take the giant to the patch of horse tails and wait until we have a new moon that's two days old and it's a sickle in the sky. If he sits under that new moon next to the horse tail, he will know how to be still. Oh, that's a great idea. Maybe I'll learn how to be still too, said Naughtyfoot. And Randolph laughed. Naughtyfoot had a really hard time sitting still. Well, if the giant can do it, you probably can do it too. Maybe, said, Naughtyfoot, I'll try. All right. Well, right now we have a full moon, so we still have a little bit of time. That's right. Should we save a cookie for the giant? Asked Naughtyfoot. Do you think he likes cookies? You know, to tell you the truth, said Randolph, I don't think he ever ate a cookie. But you could also save one for him and save one for the librarian. She said she wanted to come to visit our audio library next week. Our what? Our audio library? Yeah, you know, of the Aspen Grove. She can sit out there and close her eyes until she can't listen anymore. Are you sure that was a good idea to tell her? What if she tells everybody who comes to the library that we have an audio library up here? Don't worry, I told her it's a big secret and I would only share it with her. Oh, good. Randolph, you're so wise. I'm so glad you are my friend. Naughtyfoot and Randolph drank their tea and then they went outside and had a snowball fight. But we... Children, we have to go home now because it's getting cold and late. This was quite a long story, and I hope that you enjoyed it. Now a circle is round. It has no end. So my story will never end. I'll see you next week, okay? All right. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Story Village. I look forward to our next journey together. I do wonder what we will find. Every day brings a new gift, and with it a new story. If you are a child, you might find it fun to explore your own story village as you play throughout the day. Who lives there? What kind of people do you meet? And if you are a parent listening to this story, I encourage you to find your own story village inside and begin to share stories of your own. Storytelling is a powerful way to feel into the collective energy of your children, neighbors, parents and grandparents. I share my stories out of desire to empower you to tell yours. We are part of a global village where anyone may enter. Your story is the greatest gift you can give to your village of human beings. The sound of your voice, the feeling behind your words, the courage to let yourself be heard. This is the true gift of storytelling. You. Listening to How to Tell Stories to Children, a bi weekly podcast from the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children, now in 19 languages.
0: Our goal is to help parents, teachers, and grandparents connect heart to heart with kids.
1: You can find this podcast as well as upcoming webinars, events, our blog, stories, and more at howtotellstoriestochildren.com
0: and on our Facebook page. You will also find the entirety of Season 1, which gives more background and perspective on a variety of storytelling topics.
1: You can also submit questions and ideas we like to hear from
0: you. If you value this podcast, we invite you to consider making a contribution to keep it alive. The proliferation of free podcasts, articles, and resources on the web makes it easy to forget that real people are behind the work. It means a lot to us when you take the time to rate, and review our book, this podcast, or share it with a friend. And if you're able, your financial gifts at patreon.com slash how to tell stories to children. Make it possible for us to continue calling out the storytelling voice in other parents, teachers, and grandparents.
1: Together, we can spread the intimacy and joy of storytelling one family at a time.